One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Support Wrestle Talk. Give us a subscribe. Hey everybody, I'm John Cena. Hey, it's professional wrestler Colt Boom Boom Cabana. Hey, I'm Double J Jeff here. This is Rich Swan, Matt Riddle, the King of Rose. Support Wrestle Talk. Support Wrestle Talk. Support Wrestle Talk. Do it, bro. Support Ollie. Support Luke. Support Wrestle Talk. Support Wrestle Talk. Home of Luke Owen. Whatever Wrestle Talk is, and whoever Luke Owen is, both the Ravens. Nevermore. Wrestle Talk. Hello and welcome to the Wrestle Talk podcast. I am Luke Owen and I'm joined by Chopper Pete Quinnell. How's it going, bud? Yeah, it's uh, it's been a day. It's mm-hmm. been a day, mate. It has indeed been a day. I'm doing okay, though. Um, it was emotional this morning watching this show that we're about to, to talk about. But yeah, doing all right. Yeah. How about you, mate? Yeah, I mean, I, I think if, if anyone's seen the news today, I've had a day. Um, mm. Nearly, nearly got through the whole thing. Uh, I, was, I was close. I was really mm-hmm. close. But um, yeah, I'll t- I tell you what, let's let's dive into the show itself. Uh, and then we'll be back for the outro portion of this podcast. Because it is New Year's Eve, so maybe we'll talk mm-hmm. about New Year's Eve stuff. But anyway, um, here is the show. It was a lovely tribute night to Brody Lee. Uh, and here it is. It's Thursday. You know what that means. It's time for us to review the AEW show from last night, which was a tribute show to uh, the late uh, Brody Lee, who sadly passed away over the weekend at the age of 41. It was a, um, I mean, it was, it was a heck of a tribute show. Like it was, uh, we, 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 you know, said it in the title here, this was a, a perfect for me anyway, I thought this was a, a perfect, perfect tribute show. And I think going by, what I saw on on Twitter and the, the messages that I've had from people since the, the news went up. Thank you to everyone who's uh, passed on those messages. Um, that yeah, it, it was it was a tough show for us all to watch, but I think that I think that AEW did, did they did a really good one here. They did. Um, it was really hard to watch. Um, I don't think my eyes were dry the entire time, but uh, it was some much needed closure for a lot of fans. I think. And it was an incredible, respectful way to pay tribute to Brody and the amount of really nice touches and gestures and well wishes and memories that people had. You know, obviously we've seen it on social media, but to have it on the TV show that he was he was on, mm-hmm. um, it really I think it just goes to show the the mark that he's left and will leave going forward um, in the wrestling industry as a whole. 
Yeah, I mean, so to kind of pull back the curtain slightly, um, the way that the, this show is produced is that producer Rich puts the images up on screen. Like he's the one who's doing the transitions and stuff. Uh, we don't actually see the, the pictures as they go up, but I've got the sort of live feed as it's coming out on my second monitors to make sure that everything is fine. And man, like Rich just put up the image of the the boots in the ring, the bandana, and like I just that was it, man. And then and it nearly me off again. Um, it's been, it, 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 we've said it to each other time and time again, but it has been a day. Yeah, it's been a very dehydrating day. Um, <laughs> but it was, it was so sad and so so good. Um, that, that, it, and that's a hard thing to kind of like balance, right? Because like, yeah, it was a sad show, and it was sad. Like as soon as Colt Cabana came out. Like, like the ten bell salute was was really sad, but as soon as Colcabana, I think you could see that he just spent the whole day, just like with tears in his eyes, and and I, from there on, I was I was like I was an emotional wreck, and then I just spent so much of the show just wiping away tears, but at the same time, like I it had me smiling as well because it had me smiling of you know the uh, Moxley telling his stories and Jericho, we'll get to Jericho's story, <laughs> Jericho's bizarre. <laughs> that he had to tell which i loved by the way i thought it was it was wonderful but like the mjf stuff with brody jr like it it really and i laughed and like i i actually blurted out like i snorted happy tears when when jake did the short arm clothesline mm -hmm. like i honestly I, I couldn't it was it was such a roller coaster of emotions but it was so beautifully and just and just perfectly done yeah it was absolutely spot on um I mean, before we get into proper deep dive and everything, we should probably point out as well that um, if you want to get in your ultra chats today, any money that we make off it is going to be sent to uh, Brody Lee's family or a cause that they would like to support. Um, so that's what's happened with the money today. And also, because we don't ha really have one talking point for the show, because the talking point is the show as a whole, uh, we're just going to talk about the show for half an hour or so maybe and just talk about everything and then we'll get to all of your ultra chats after that um through to the end of the stream yeah i, I think everyone's ultra chats are, are very much going to be sort of you know their their tributes to 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 brody so we are we're going to read out every ultra chat that we get in but all the money that we do make today which you know because it's through ultra chats youtube aren't taking a cut off so uh 100 of the money uh will be going through to uh to brody lee's family or a, a don't you know a charity of their choosing um so yeah so we'll get we'll, we'll kind of run through the show and um yeah we'll, we'll get to that in a minute we've actually tomorrow's new year's day so uh, it's a bank holiday for us um here in the uk so we're not working um but there that doesn't mean the content won't be going up um we have got a uh, a special tribute uh, our own tribute for to, to brody as, as much as this is sort of like a bit of a tribute because we're going to be talking about the the dynamite review uh but we've got our own tribute video that's going out tomorrow at, at 1 p.m uk time um it's uh, 40 minutes uh, i think is the the the, the final edit uh, and it's basically just us like recording our thoughts and we reached out to uh, members of the extended WrestleTalk family to give their um their thoughts and memories of 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 john huber and, and the, uh, mr Brody lee blue carp or whatever you want to call him um it was not an easy edit uh to put together i um can imagine that made me cry as well um because there was uh, lots of lovely stuff in there and so really like and if also, you've got to stick around to the end as well, because there's a really, there's a, a bit of a nice thing. Someone sent us something that they got months ago, but forgot to send us. So that, that makes it into 
Anyway, so with all that said, let's talk about this show. Um, uh, it was it, it, so it opened with um, ten bell salute uh, for for Brody with all of the roster on stage. You know, uh, Kenny Omega was there, like all the, the champs were there, and they were all. And but front and center of all of this was was Amanda Huber, John, um, John's wife, and his two kids. And um, Brody Jr., who was an absolute star on this show, he's been already signed to a contract through AEW. Yeah, uh, which is it's quite lovely, really. You know, um, yeah. I, I basically, I mean, they started a feud on this show that is going to culminate. <laughs> <in the> time, <laughs> <right>? Yes. <laughs> it's, which is lovely, really. Scouting um, the young talent, you know, that's oh, what they got to do. I mean, that's what, uh, people have always said, "Hey, AEW is like their division's so great because they put so much focus on young talent. Like they got a ten-year-old, like the you know, or an eight-year-old even that they're already like, you know, pinning pinning some hopes on in ten years' time or whatever." Um, but he was there, and he was wearing a Dark Order mask, and he was wearing a suit and everything, and, and carrying this kendo stick. And like his, his younger brother seemed like he was like, I, I'm not sure if he sort of fully knew everything that was kind of going on because I don't think at that age you might be able to sort of process all of this sort of stuff. But man, it was it was it, it was it was lovely seeing them there. Yeah, it was, and yeah, you could already sense the emotion from just like the looks on people's faces, even those that weren't you know actively crying already. You could tell the the emotion and the tension that everyone had at that ten bell salute crowd you know initially uh chanting for brody and all that stuff so really it was a perfect start and i was like okay that's the emotional bit out of the way that's fine we'll get on with the rest of the show and then it just the emotions built throughout the entirety of the rest of the episode and just got even more and more touching throughout the rest of the show yeah it really did um yeah i mean it, this was it was similar i said this in a review but it was, it was similar to the uh the owen hart show uh the eddie guerrero show which is you know it's basically just the good guys get the wins you know, the, the, we have some matches that they've taken the ranking system off uh, the the graphics for everyone. The graphics will change to, to purple in, in memory of, of Lee's Exalted One gimmick, which I thought was a lovely little touch, actually. Mm-hmm. And this wasn't about the ranking system, although JR sort of mentioned it every now and again. Um, I could have I could have done with some less salty JR uh, on mm-hmm. this show. Like during the, the, the first tag match, it was like, well, who's the legal man? I was like, do you know what? It doesn't matter. Bruce. It doesn't matter. Jim, it does not matter. Um but yeah, like it's it wasn't about the, the rankings, it wasn't about sort of wins and losses. What this was about was just paying respects, and you know, and you do that with the good guys getting the wins uh, and um, pinning their heels in, in their matches. Um, at one point, actually, I did think well, the heels were going to win at one point, like during the yeah, I, the, the roster is very talented, they're very, very good wrestlers. And there was at one point during the opening match between um, uh, Matt Hardy and Private Party versus the Young Bucks and Colt Cabana, there was a spot when they hit uh, Gin and Juice on uh, i think it was might have been matt jackson or might have been nick jackson they hit that and they hit the twist of fate and then a series of dives and i was like and they'd taken out colt cabana and matt jackson i was like bloody hell are they gonna pin <laughs> are they gonna have the good guys lose on a tribute show <laughs> totally bought yeah. into the into all of it yeah i mean e- even on you know a a show where the wrestling doesn't matter it was still you know amazing stuff it was so so good and having that he- perfect heel uh, shenanigans like we just mentioned with the, the private party of Matt Hardy and then having Colt and the Young Bucks then come back to get that eventual win makes that win even sweeter and more emotional, which is which was great. And they managed to hit the um, 
whatever it's called, not the Meltzer driver, the other one. The, the Indy uh, Taker. Indy Taker, that's it. And then uh, you know, Cabana did his Superman dive to get the to get the pin, which was which was lovely. Um, really, really nice. And you could see the emotion all through the match on the entrance. Uh, even on the very first entrance when Colt came out with the rest of the Dark Order, oh. all of them stood in a line and did the Dark Order pose. And I was like, okay, that's it. That's the emotional peak of the show. It wasn't, but <laughs> yeah. And then the match itself was great. And Colt at the end, just kind of breaking down and hugging everyone was great. Yeah. <laughs> it A lovely, a lovely match to start things off. It was a really good match. Um, and I thought, you know, they, the commentators were really putting over this idea, you know, the, the Colt Cabana's history with, with Brody Lee is, you know, it's long outside of, of all elite wrestling. It was, you know, going back many, many years. And they, they had a lot of that throughout the show, you know, mentioned like oh, when um, uh, there was Butcher, was, uh, sorry, Blade was in the ring and they were like, oh, man, like Blade was one of, you know, Brody Lee's like first big feuds in NWA upstate. You know, it's like little things like that, which is, I think, a lot of us wrestling fans who, you know, unlike someone like a Dave Meltzer who hasn't seen every single wrestling match in, in the sort of history of time, I wouldn't have known that sort of thing. Like, and I didn't know mm-hmm. that. Like, and so I actually, I, I mean, I'm, I sort of, you know, buried a, a, a Jim Ross a little bit, but I actually thought that Excalibur and Shivani and Jericho did a really good job of getting a lot of the, this stuff over mm-hmm. and getting over, like, you know, the impact that, that Brody has had. Uh, throughout the wrestling world and uh, yeah i thought this was a really really fun match and it, it clearly meant a lot to to cabana yeah totally and uh, another point on the the commentary as well something that i really enjoyed them doing was saying you know when, when Brody first came in a lot of people thought that matt hardy was going to be the exalted one um and kind of talking about the history of Brody coming into the company and saying oh yeah he was supposed to debut in rochester in new york which is where he's from but we before we went into lockdown so that couldn't happen it just provided like it felt like the veil was taken off a little bit Mm-hmm. Um, around the mystique of wrestling there's not that much of, of it left anyway but yeah. even in the the company's kayfabe it felt like a little bit of them just being like hey guys we all know that none of this matters today this is all about Brody. let's just talk about him in very plain terms and it was it was it was really nice it felt different and that market difference just makes it more impactful when they do eventually start talking about Brody and and all the stuff that he's done yeah, because we got um, uh, Moxley before this match paying his respects. And I, I think this was, you, you could see the emotional Moxley. I mean, obviously, he's been on the road with Brody a lot because they were in WWE together. You know, their matches like the Wyatt's Shield match. You know, I talked about we've got this um, tribute video going out um, tomorrow. Um, everyone, like literally every single person mentioned that Shield Wyatt's match and like that Shield Wyatt's feud. So, like, Moxley. This was clearly quite tough for him to talk about, but it, what it really hit him was when he was talking about uh, Brody as a family man and being this, you know, being a, an, an amazing dad. You know, he's someone who announced just last month that his wife's pregnant uh, to give, you know, to, for next year, like to give birth next year. So like that. And there was a lot like Bryce Remsberg talking about it later on saying like if there was a, uh, a Mount Rushmore of, of wrestling dads. So there we go. There it is. Um, then you know he would be uh he would be part of it. Yeah. I'm gonna yeah. I need you to talk for a second, Pete, while I just go Yeah, on. yeah. I, I, I figured you might. Um Thanks, yeah, it, it was it was a genuinely touching promo. That was only the first of many that we got throughout mm-hmm. the night from um from people like on Anderson and Dax Harwood and oh, uh, like you said, Bryce Remsberg, um Colt Cabana. Uh, Jericho, you know, there, there were loads and loads of really, really nice um, memories of that people shared throughout the show. Um, 
and yeah, it, it, it we've seen it enough on social media since uh, since his passing, but the amount of people that just said he's such a good family man, and yeah. the fact that this whole show was partially built around uh, his son is just oh, what what a, a lovely sentiment. And to have his favorite wrestlers come yeah. and 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 finish in their their big uh, six man tag match was an amazing sentiment and i thought well i can't get better than that and then the final thing on the show happened which we'll, we'll talk about in a bit well, but... we, yeah um I, I said in the review as well like this wasn't a, a night of um angles or, or gimmicks or characters and stuff like that but like you know aw still did some angles and stuff um you know the, the acclaimed came out to, to cut a promo but seu stopped them um and it just sort of felt like it was there it was there to hype up the the eight man tag this next week because it's the acclaimed and sc sorry it's uh the young bucks and seu versus the acclaimed and hybrid two in an eight man i think that's on next week's show um but it was also there so colk you know could do the, the the boom boom elbows on on both of them so there was still like these sort of lovely moments for you know for for the good guys to stand all over the dastardly heels yes um exactly i really like darby allen's um uh, uh I, I keep i kept writing promo in my notes because i'm just so used to writing like darby allen has a promo but these weren't promos really they were just so you know paying their respects and like and there's this this must kind of really sucked for someone like Darby Allen because he was like when Brody came in he was the guy that was like he's the number one guy that I want to wrestle and they're in the same division like they are in they're both in that sort of TNT title picture it almost felt like it was it was only a matter of time and it's something that he's not gonna be able to do anymore nah. but it's and and that, that's that's really sad because man do you know what I'd have loved to have seen that match like yeah Darby versus Brody that'd have been amazing as soon as he said uh, he's the one guy that I wanted to wrestle, and I was like, I would have wanted to see that. That would have yeah. been amazing. Uh, and now we, you know, we won't, won't get the chance to, unfortunately. But um, and and again, in in Darby's um, memory that he shared, and just it kind of was the theme that ran throughout the whole show of just how Brody came in and always wanted to elevate other people. It was never yeah. about him taking a spotlight. It was always about I want to make everyone look good, and that. It's obviously seen with, you know, our own perception of the Dark Order increasing when Brody got there because he made all of them look like stars, whether overtly or subtly. It was always about making everyone look good. Um, yeah. And... There was a, uh, a Reddit post that got shared on Twitter earlier, but it was about an hour before we came on air, um, that said, like, it was a Reddit post that said, uh, Brody's mission of becoming the Exalted One was to make every member of the Dark Order better. And this was a show where every member of the Dark Order won. So mission accomplished, Brody. And I was like, oh, that's... God. I know, right? I was like, oh, that's... Yeah. I didn't think of that, but that's, that's really nice. Like, I, I just sort of looked at it from there and been like, yeah, of course the of course the Dark Order got the win. Of course the, you know, the, the heels got beaten. There's a, the, the baby faces to tour. If you want to call the Dark Order baby I mean, at, at this point, I think you have they to... They were baby faces here. Yeah, you, I mean, at this point, I think you ha they have to be sort of a face act now. You can't really present these guys as, as dark, wacky heels now. That has to be just be wacky baby faces. Um, I uh, I loved this next match. Um, Dark Order and Lance Archer versus Eddie Kingston's family. Um, just from, you know, this is it was the original Dark Order of Uno and Grayson coming out. And then Lance Archer joining them and he was dressed as Luke Harper. Or, you know, like, you know, what Brody had worn on the indies as well. He had the bandana and everything, the blue jeans, the wife beater. Like he looked, he looked so cool. It was a really, mm -hmm. really lovely tribute. Yeah, it was, and um, even during you know during the course of the match, 
I haven't seen a face Lance Archer before. I I now want to uh, because this was amazing because he was obviously tagging with the the babyface duo of the Dark Order for this show, and just seeing him you know do his stuff running wild in the Luke Harper getup was awesome. So so good, and like you said, it was it was a genuinely really really good match as well. Match, yeah. uh, I mean, shockingly, who'd have thunk it? They're all six very, very talented wrestlers. Um, yeah, it, it was so, so good and such a nice tribute to ev- to everyone involved. And, you know, like you mentioned in your editor review, Stu Grayson, once again, just being like, he's so good. Um, yeah. And him and Uno hitting the fatality and getting the win at the end of the match was lovely. It was great. That, um, that Grayson DDT on the apron was... Like, like that man is like, it's almost like pack levels of gravity does not affect him. Like like gravity works so differently for Stu Grayson than it does a lot of other wrestlers. Like he used to, when they, they they first started doing dynamite episodes and they were in the tag tournament thing. And he did this giant cannonball, like dive over the corner post, like onto, uh, I think it was SCU on the outside. Like it was like just insane stuff. Like he is, the guy is amazing. But he wasn't the only one who had these great spots in there. There was a moment when uh, Kingston and Uno had this like slapping match. And it was like this, just, it was, it felt so meaty. And it felt like Kings, like Kingston can take a beating, man. Like he can take an absolute beating. And Uno just gave just as good as he got. And then you had Lance versus the Butcher. And this is like two big Hoss dudes doing big Hoss stuff. And it was just like, Oh, it was so lovely. Like I, I, like you said, like I don't think I've seen Lance Archer work as a babyface since he was Lance Hoyt in TNA. Like you know, it was like when he was like a real, like you know, a, a, this young kid. But yeah, he's got a lot of great babyface fire to him, and I thought uh, all six men did an, an amazing job in this match. I, I thought it was just worked brilliantly. Yeah, and also that there's also a couple of moves in there thrown in that were tributes to Brody as well. Like Grayson hit the uh, the black hole slam um as a nice little tribute which is great the crowd pop in for all these moves as well was great um i'm so glad that they got to have at least some fans in attendance for this because i felt like it would have felt very not necessarily hollow but it wouldn't have had the same impact i think if there hadn't been some sort of people in a in attendance i'm really glad they got some people in at least um for this which is great and i think i think they said as well like it's the most people they've had in attendance mm-hmm. um you know since sort of like the, the the covid era of aew like this is the most people they've had in in the building and i think there was a lot of people who really wanted to be there tonight to for, for this for, for obvious reasons and yeah you're right like it's there were little things and i think it's a testament to how beloved Brody lee was as a wrestler even like luke harper just to john huber himself how beloved he was as a wrestler because people knew his spots like you know it was the same with the the, the raw show on monday when you know when ricochet and, and and woods hit those discus clotheslines people knew oh that's a tribute to to brody when um uh 10 got to do the the power bomb they were like well that's a, that's a tribute to brody the, the the boss man slam i was like that's a tribute to brody because they like people loved watching him wrestle so they know his moveset yeah exactly yeah um it's so so cool like we mentioned on the on the raw podcast as well it's great just to see these moves but also to have them properly acknowledged and you know saying that's that like there there was a couple of bits where i think it was i think it might have been lance archer actually that at times did something and went that one's for you brody it was just like yeah it was lovely so so good i and i really enjoyed the match and then afterwards they all beat up eddie kingston you know yeah. <laughs> just wonderful scene because he's so good at like being the pinball as sort of like people sort of punch him around commentary burying kingston throughout this match as well <laughs> like just shut that man up because he's such a great heel and yeah. and then in all of this 
Jake Roberts, like, you know, hits hits the short arm clothesline. As Brian Alvarez called it, it's the greatest rainmaker that's been hit in, in recent memory. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, like that really like that that was like my first big sort of like snorting like sort of crying moment of just like like snorting tears out of my face. Yeah. Like like the rest of the time I was sort of welled up, but like that was that was the moment for me, man. It was it was absolutely it was so lovely. Yeah, it was. Uh after that yeah we got uh some more talking heads. <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, with uh, I think it was Dax, uh, Arn Anderson, Colt Cabana, and uh, Bryce Remsburg. Uh, all of them saying their their pieces on it. How much of a lovely man he was, more than just a wrestler. Arn had a really fun story about them always being kind of like pranksters at the back. It was always him and Amanda and uh, and Brody Junior always messing around backstage at the shows. Um, and yeah, Bryce Remsburg through through the tears saying that um, if there was a Mount Rushmore of wrestling dads, Brody would be on it. Um, yeah, it's, it's lovely. It's great. It's very nice. Don't you start because you'll get me going. Um, <laughs> this, I, I think, this was probably everyone's favorite match of the night uh, for for obvious reasons because it yeah. was so great. Um, Hangman Adam Page teaming with uh, John Silver and Alex Reynolds to take on the total dicks of inner circle of um, Santana Ortiz and MJF. MJF dialing his heel stick up to ninety nine, like. <laughs> To a point where it almost made me uncomfortable. Right? So like, yeah. Ooh. I know. Because the basically the first thing he does is he walks up to Brody's kid and just starts yelling at him. And, <laughs> and I, I knew he was going to get his comeuppance for that. But even at the yeah. time, I was just like, oh, I don't oh know if you God. should be doing that on a tribute show. But it was it was great. It totally worked me. It totally worked yeah. for me because, like, I, for whatever, I mean, you know, maybe I wasn't in the right, but I did not see the spot at the end coming. Like, I really, <laughs> did. I totally should have. Of course, I should have done. But I just thought, like, him just being this total knob, like, throughout this match, it was, it was really wonderful to see because you wanted them to see because that's how good MJF is as a heel. Is you want to see him get his ass kicked. Like, this isn't, this isn't Miz go away heat. This is like no. This is pure heel heat of just being like, I want to, I want to see you get beaten up so bad. And this whole match because John Silver has, I think he's really taken this hard. He has taken Brody's death very, very hard. And I think this was a really nice chance for him to, you know, wear the the Brody Lee um, gear that had been made for him. Apparently, it was a gift by Brody, and the whole match was built around him. The whole match was built around him getting that hot tag so that he could come in and just run wild. And bloody hell has he got a like a hot tag in him. He has got just, he's got such incredible fire and like he just, he hit all of his spots. He just, it was absolutely amazing to see Hungy run wild. Like it, it was, yeah, it, it, re- it really put a smile on my face. Yeah, it was amazing, and uh, I think one one of the one of the things that made me kind of uh, laugh cry uh, on this show was when Wardlow got involved, uh, came in and uh, clotheslined. I think it was um, <coughs> Reynolds, and then uh, just as he's standing in the ring, out comes Redbeard Rowan, uh, yeah. out of nowhere, out the back, hits his you know his big kind of iron claw. Uh, slam and then uh, and then kind of brawls Wardlow out, out to the back. <laughs> what a brilliant idea to bring him in. 
so so good because that's what he's most known for is tagging with Rowan more than anything the mo- the most time that he spent I should say has been tagging with Rowan as either part of the Wyatt family or as Bludgeon Brothers there was that one time where Rowan was with uh, after post Daniel Bryan uh, and he came back for like a very brief uh, uh, reconciliation with uh, with Rowan that it was a genius move uh, to to have him come out and it it, it hit me so hard um just seeing him come out there to to honor brody um and then of course it was he came back after the match as well but a moment i did want to touch on just at the finish when it was it was now 3 on 1 um all three of the the babyface team were standing there and the other two just stood aside and let john silver just get in there hit the discus clothesline and just pick up the win and he immediately yeah. just broke down crying as well afterwards. So, yeah. so good. Yeah, he just absolutely just collapsed. Like he got the pin and then that was it. He was on the floor and you know took Silver and Paige and, and sort of Rowan to you know come down there and sort of pick him back up off his feet, you know, so that he could yeah, have this moment. It was, yeah, it was so like I think him and, and Anna Jay, I think were really, really affected by this. I and mean, I think you could see that in in both of their matches. And I think for for him to be able to finish off this match with the discus clothesline in the Brody Lee gear and yeah, it was great. Like and you and you're right as well. Like with the 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 Redbeard stuff, Eric Redbeard or Rowan, you know, as he was in, in WWE. I, I I made this joke in the the shoot interviews thing, um, the 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 video that we had up yesterday. You know, I, I re-recorded some of it because of of Brody's passing. But I made the joke in there that the, the Brody uh, Brody Lee's WWE run can be summed up as tagged with Eric Rowan because. <laughs> Tagged with him in the Wyatt family in NXT, tagged with him in the Wyatt family in the main roster. Then they split him up for a bit. Then he tagged with him as a bludgeon brother. Then he disappeared. And the big creative idea was to bring him back and have him tag with Eric Rowan. So, like, you're right. Like, his WWE run, he spent so much time tagging with, with Rowan that it was really nice for them to have Rowan a part of this show. You know, not everyone who loved Brody Lee and, and knew him way more than, way better than any of us ever could didn't get to be a part of this show, but I'm really glad that, that Rowan did. And it clearly meant so much to him because he came down afterwards with the, that sign. Um, you know, which was, it was a story that was shared after Brody's passing that he would end every conversation. Like when you, you're going home to your family with like goodbye forever, because he would want that those couple of days that he'd have with his family to last forever. And, you know, he sort of paraphrased it to be like, just goodbye for now. And it was, yeah. I've seen a lot of people say that that was the moment that, that really got them. And um, yeah, it was it was a really, really touching moment for him. I'm, I'm glad that he was able to be part of it. Yeah, me too. Yeah. <clears throat> um, that, go on, sorry. Uh, we, ha- we had a promo after that um, from Eddie Kingston. Um, we, we already know that Eddie can cut a mean promo. Uh, this was... It wasn't a promo, but it's one of his best promos. Uh, yeah. God, uh, just the amount of emotion that is behind Eddie at all times, but especially in this in this um, particular memory he shared was... <laughs> I, I don't know what other adjectives to use because we've said lovely, heartwarming, emotional. It was all of those things. It was it was a, a perfect a perfect tribute, as as is the name of the the stream. It was it was just so nice. Yeah, it, it, it was really, no, dude. It was such a it was such a great promo, like it's such a, a lovely um, way to pay his respects and talk about again. You know what a great family man uh, uh, he he was. Um, 
and yeah, that it, it was really, really touching. And like Kingston earlier in the show, because he you know, he had to be the heel tonight, you know, he, so he's like, you know, I love you, brother, you know, and I'm, you know, I'm going to miss you. But also, I'm a heel, blah, 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 you all suck or whatever it was. So I'm, I'm glad that he got to have this as well so that he could, you know, properly pay his respects and say the things that he wanted to say. And there were people like, you know, I always think of Jeff Jarrett on the Owen Hart tribute show, you know, where he was like just speaking through the tears and like really struggling. And you saw that with Remsburg on this show and you saw it, you know, with, with Kingston here, like really struggling to, to hold things back and hold back that emotion. So it was good. It was nice to see. And as Jericho said on this show, like it's, okay, it's absolutely, like, it's, and it, you know, it's okay to cry at all times. It really is because crying is a very healthy thing to do. It's good to get emotion out. You shouldn't keep things bottled up. And I think this has been, it's good. Like, you know, Rich said to us before, producer Rich said, like, if you need to cut this short or, you know, he's got an intermission thing. And I was like, I think it's just, it's good for, if we need to cry, then we cry. Like, it's it's a good thing for us to do. Yeah. And um, Anna Jay had the, you know, similar thing. It was her and Ty Conti versus Britt Baker and uh, Penelope Ford, uh, Penelope Ford. And, you know, it was it was the same match, but it was, it was the match it needed to be. Heels worked over Ty Conte to build up to that Anna Jay hot tag. And as I said in the review, Anna Jay, you know, 22 years old. Like, this is her first year in professional wrestling, her first real year in, in professional wrestling. And she is clearly someone that, that Brody took under a wing to be like, here is like, we here is how we can make you better. And I think that she is better. You know, for 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 the work that she's done, and I, th I think she's she's really grown as a wrestler all year long. And this was really good. And you know what, Ty Conti was great in this match as well. Like, not to take anything away from her, like her judo throws and stuff were like really really awesome. And I thought Baker and Ford did their jobs absolutely perfectly. You know, with with Kip and Miro on the outside. Yeah, it was just it was yeah, again like we, as you said, we kind of run out of adjectives. It was just lovely. It was, it was, it was so good. And you could see, like you mentioned earlier with, um, with John Silva, you could see Anna was kind of breaking down towards the end of the match, but managed to, you know, hold it together to at least finish the match off, which was nice. Um, and then, yeah, they just got to, to celebrate afterwards. And like you said, it was lovely. I, I really don't have anything else to say. It was just, it was so, so nice. And after the match, uh, Tony uh, Shivani got in the ring to, uh, so Britt Baker cut a promo. I love, you know, basically like it's all rigged. This is rigged. Ty, Nari, Ty, uh, Ty Conte's rigged. Um, Anna Jay's rigged. You could say that this was all a big rig. You know, it was just a, a really acute a thing to, to, to kind of set up. And then Anna, um, Thunder Rosa comes down and they had a little brawl. I'm surprised they did a brawl, really. I mean, I know it's to set up their match in a couple of weeks, but I don't know. It just sort of felt a bit out of place on, on this show. I guess a little bit. Yeah, I wasn't sure about that one. Um, same with like everyone grieves differently. Everyone's you know can pay their respects differently, and I'm I'm really glad that Jericho got to pay his respects the way that he did. But his story was that they were in Saudi Arabia, and he was annoyed at a sticker on a ceiling. <laughs> he was so annoyed by this sticker, and Brody came to hang out with him, and Brody pointed out to him that that is the arrow that is pointing to Mecca. And he's like, how did you know that? And he's like, well, of course, because everyone knows that. It was such a Jericho story. Yeah. And I, and I absolutely loved it. Yeah. Because, of course, everyone else's uh, memories of him were, you know, super emotional and deep and meaningful. And this one just felt like a little bit of a, this is what he was like normally. Yeah. This exactly. is just a lighthearted, like, here's a, a, an example of Brody being Brody. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. Uh, yeah, it was it was it was it was a nice. Um, uh, I don't want to call it a palate cleanser because it was still uh, it was still emotional, but it was a different kind of emotion, and it just it, it helped kind of ease the tension a little bit. Um, 
because you just had back to back to back to back lots of very heavy crying segments and this kind of eased the the pain a little bit which was nice uh, and then our main event, uh, wrestling main event at the very least, handpicked by Brody Jr., Team Taz versus uh, his favorite wrestlers, Cody Rhodes, Orange Cassidy, and Ten. Um, again, really good stuff. Um, Team Taz were, you know, the the perfect heels for this. And you got to have uh, Cody getting the hot tag. The Ten, you know, being the, the big one you're building up to, Ten getting the big hot tag. Did an amazing powerbomb in all of this. Um, Anna, I, Anna Anderson and Taz have a bit of a sort of a, 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 a tete-a-tete at ringside. And then the babyface run wild and 10 hits the um, spine buster for the win and stand tall. And it was, yeah, again, just a, a really, really good match uh, to, to have on this show. And it was lovely that it was that it was Brody Jr. That, that picked this match. Like, And I love that they gave him that chance. You know, that I was like, if you could pick a wrestling match, like, what would you pick? Like, that's great. Yeah. yeah. So, such a nice idea. So well executed um, to have the, you know, the, the, the relative nobody in, in 10. Uh, to team with Orange Cassidy and and Cody, um, and to give him the win, you know, uh, as part of the the Dark Order and all that was so so good. Um, yeah, I, again, I've run out of words. It was lovely, um, but I, I don't think I was quite prepared for what came after it, um, which was the the end of the show, um, which was um, Tony Khan and Cody and uh, Brody Junior and Amanda and 10 uh still in the ring they uh they got brody's um boots and they um put him in the center of the ring with his bandana and they essentially sent him off in the in the nicest way and um uh, tony khan then uh gave the the tnt championship to to brody jr um and it was revealed afterwards that they're going to retire the current design of the TNT Championship, and they're going to uh, they crowned him the TNT Champion for life uh, because yeah. they're going to redesign it so that that design is Brody's design, and he, Brody Junior gets to carry that as his design. Um, yeah. Watching, yeah, watching uh, Brody Junior uh, retire those boots and. Um... But the boots in the middle of the night was like a really like heartbreaking moment. You're like seeing Amanda, uh, you know, being consoled by by Preston Vance uh, ten and uh, TK. Like I, I, Cody struggled to get through his promo anyway. Just sort of talking about what a great man he was. But TK, like you could tell, the TK was like he was struggling because he was trying to like rush through his lines. So there, and I, you know, and I, and I can appreciate this because I did this on the news today. Like you, you know, I, I I broke down a little bit when I was doing the news today, but that's and I was trying to rush through because I didn't. I was trying to fight back the tears and i think that's what uh, what tk was doing today so i can really appreciate what he was going through and um i mean he had a way harder job than i had to do um and it, it was a line of just like uh, you know brody is the is the greatest tnt champion ever you know no disrespect uh, to, to cody you know the first ever tnt champion and like giving him that belt and saying that he is for you know it's the tnt champion for life and we're going to get a new belt design it was so so lovely and then they played this absolutely fantastic video package for him and i'm i'm not gonna make this and i hope the chat hasn't either i'm I, I, from what i can gather i think the chat's been it's been lovely today but i, I don't want to make this a um company versus company thing but one of the things i really appreciate about aew in all of this is that they did not ignore his past they did not ignore the fact that he was in you know he was in ww for a long long time so in this video package that they played they showed pictures of that 
they didn't they didn't squirrel away from them, they didn't hide away from it's like this is what he was so they showed pictures of him with seth rollins with biggie with bray white like you know hanging out with bray white and like in his kids and like it was it was so lovely and i, I don't know if you saw this, but um tony khan has bought the right to the song in perpetuity so that tribute video is going to be around forever that's this isn't going to be uh, a state where like in 10 years time a different track has to go onto that uh, you know on the right like tony khan has paid outright for that in perpetuity so we never have to change the song on that video page and it was such a lovely song choice to use and it was yeah it was oh man it was such a good video it was um <laughs> yeah, it was really nice. as, as one final um thought i guess um before we get onto the the ultra tracks and all that uh, I thought it was super fitting that Brody was called the exalted one. Um, Cause he is now um, yeah. like the, the, the textbook definition of exalted is a person at high or powerful level. And I thought that was just thought that was spot on for yeah. what he's left. Yeah, it was really good. Um, so that was the show. Um, it was, <laughs> Yeah, it was all right. Um, yeah, no, it was it was a it was a perfect show. It was um it was, yeah, it was an perfect. absolutely perfect perfect tribute show. Uh, I think the AEW did did Brody proud. I think they did the, the family proud. And um, and I haven't seen a bad word said about this show. We didn't put a poll up for it, but I cannot imagine even with Twitter, which is like the you know the uh, wretched hive of scum and villainy. I don't even think even on Twitter someone would have said that was a bad show. I think everyone it would have been like one hundred percent outright uh, an excellent show, but it was not. It's not here to, to, to score this. It was just a, a very, it was a great, perfect uh, tribute show for a great man. Yeah. <laughs> okay, right. I have um, Do you like quizzes? Do you like wrestling? Do you like watching self-professed experts in their fields being exposed as dangerous frauds? Then you'll love Quizzle Mania, brought to you by Parts Fun Known, the team behind acclaimed wrestling RPG No Rolls Barred. Join us every week as four wrestling pundits pit their knowledge against each other in a cerebral wrangle for prizes, glory, and a bit of good old-fashioned escapism. Enjoy the videos live every Wednesday on Parts Fun Known's YouTube channel, or subscribe right now to have them beam straight to your mobile device. Quizzlemania, it's the showcase of the Amorons. Well, we have got uh, a lot of uh, hyper chats to get into. Thank you all so much. Um, Ding, ding, ding. This is obviously your last call for, for Hyper Chats. Um, as we said um, at the top of this show, uh, all money from these Hyper Chats will be uh, going through to the uh, the Hooper family uh, or, you know, uh, a donation of their choosing, um, a charity of their choosing. So also go and buy Brody's T-shirt. Um, I, I, I ordered mine today. All the proceeds of that are going through to 100% of the proceeds of that are going to the Hooper family as well. I think 2020 has shown that the wrestling community, when we can get together and we can stand together we are a really good bunch of people we saw that at, you know when the, the pandemic first hit and a lot of people lost their jobs um we saw that during speaking out and people standing up for for, for what they believe in and uh, we're seeing it again here so 
continue to do that. It's it's good to support these people. So, uh, Leon Kweshi says, magnificent tribute show. Uh, another wrinkle to the Hangman Dark Order was that the Inner Circle guys were also uh, mourning others. MJF just lost his granddad. Santana just lost his stepfather. Pretty cathartic stuff uh, when Rowan Redbeard ran out. Yeah, I didn't even think about that, but that's, you're absolutely right. Like, yeah. Because MJF and Santana literally had that segment last week we were talking about. Um, yeah. Uh, Nate says, yeah. man, uh, we talk about moments when we'd be embarrassed if someone walked in watching wrestling, but this is now always to be the first thing I point to to show why I'm proud to be a wrestling fan. Go on, tell me it's silly and fake now. I love this community. Absolutely right. Yeah, spot on, mate. Uh, Michael Dominguez, I thought I was the only one tearing up. Then Jericho said, it's okay to cry. Uh, then, I mean, he's written here, Chopper was crying in the ring. John Silver was crying in the ring uh, with Big Red. Luke on the news, support wrestling. Nah, just support each other. Absolutely. Um, yeah, it, it, the fact that you look like John Silver made that bit hurt even more, man. Like, <laughs> I was, I was, I was considering making a joke about it, and I was like, "That's not the kind of thing you joke about." No, no it's far no. Uh, Nate S. Uh, things that jumped out of my seat and popped for Stu Grayson's sidewalk slam, the Brody pose, uh, Lance Harper. Oh, that's good. Yeah, uh, Jake, the Jake clothesline, everything silver. Um, oh man, we didn't even talk about the fact that like the spot at the end of the ma- the MJF match. I cannot believe oh, we, we did. Wait, Christ, let's oh, skip past sorry. it. Skip past it because we want to talk about how good Stu Grayson was. But you're, like, so. And, and, you know, how uh, John Silver. But anyway, so the end of the match is MJF gets in the face of negative one, Brody's kid, and he takes the mask off. Like a pro, negative one shies away from the camera, hides his face, and grabs the kendo stick, and he wallops MJF with it. It was, oh, man, what a, it was so lovely. Like, I proper, like, you couldn't stop me smiling. Yeah, straight over the head, and MJF sold it like a champ. Went down <laughs> like a ton of bricks. It was great. He's the best heel. Um, so, yeah, um, uh, I laughed and I cried uh, for pretty much everything else. That's from Nate. Um, NS Ogre says, I've cried so much for someone I've only met a couple of times. All the reviews today have had me crying all over again. Send all my love to those that really knew him and his family. AEW is effing amazing for what they did and they are doing. Uh, Genetic Ghost says, last night's show was a perfect example of what a tribute show should be. The best give negative one could have right now is to be included in something that he loves. He loves his dad and he loves wrestling and everyone at AEW made him feel special. It's a class act. Yeah, and even even the little bits of them uh, cutting away on the camera to negative one in the crowd and all the wrestlers around him like hyping him up and be like, yeah, let's go. And him having a great time in the crowd. Oh, it was so, so, so good. Yeah, Austin Gunn was like, because uh, Alan Angels was out there the whole time with him. Um, but yeah, like Austin Gunn was there to be like the way, like he, he was, yeah, I thought they did a really great job. Uh, the Adnab to Brody's leg- greatest legacy in AEW is getting the Dark Order over, rest in peace. Yeah, I mean, you actually mentioned this in your video. You were the only one to have um, in the video yesterday. But like the Dark Order were not an act that was taken seriously until Brody Lee got involved. No, not at all. And almost single-handedly, the, the, the rest of the Dark Order are very talented but it took Brody coming in to make everyone else be taken seriously for everyone else to relook at those people and be like, actually, no, Evil Uno is a great promo. Stu Grayson's really good in the ring. Look at John Silver. He's the best. Everyone had that new perception because Brody came in and made everyone else look like a star. That's what Brody does. Yeah. Uh, just Felix crying the whole time. Love the people around, uh, love the people around you whilst you can. Uh, an excellent message there. Harry Iverson, uh, the show was amazing. The last time I remember being this upset about a wrestler passing was when Eddie died. John will be remembered forever as a kind-hearted man who was an amazing talent uh, took too soon from us. Here's to you, Brody. 
Uh, Mike Jensen, I think Jericho nailed commentary. Him starting uh, by saying, if you want to cry, then you do it. Uh, then Rowan, Redbeard, Rowan, putting over 10. He was fantastic to be himself and fit in great with the other three. Yeah, I mean, Jericho was, was perfect because Jericho wasn't, he was being the Jericho character. He was still being Le Champion. He was still being the demo guard, but he was also just getting over the, the great emotion of the night. Uh, Anonymous says, uh, this show was for his son and he enjoyed it. Seeing him smile made me happy to see that uh, that he's doing good. Brody, are you crying, you little bitch? Yes, MJF, uh, the MVP of this. And his yeah, did you see um, MJF's tweet after? <laughs> yeah. So good. Classic heel. <laughs> Don't say, um, go and check out MJF's Twitter because he's literally, he's like, literally just he's kind of promo on the kid, basically. It's so good. Um, Hexar one says, uh, I truly feel for John Silver, seeing him struggle to come out for the first match of the tribute show. Uh, how much John Huber meant to him. Amazing stuff. Uh, I'll do a couple more, and then I'll pass over to you. Matthew mm -hmm. McFadden said, "I think the best way of describing the show was it's the best possible show. I wish I never had to watch. AEW's quick turnaround to create this tribute should never go unnoticed. Also, John Silver deserves everything in this world. We're all Dark Order. Yeah, yeah, he did absolutely." Uh, Mike Jensen said, the fact that Tony Khan could put this together in a couple of days, the talent being willing to do all that they did uh, when they should be off, since I believe the New Year show was already taped, uh, shows you all you need to know of what they think of Brody. Yeah, I didn't even think about that much. But yeah, yeah, it's, it just goes to show. Um, uh, sure. Go on. Yeah, uh, go on here from uh, Sean Cartier that said, cry during the 10 bell salute, especially seeing so many of the wrestlers crying. After that, I held it together until Eric came out with that sign. That really broke me. The ending with Brody's son too. It was such a perfect and beautiful tribute show. Yeah, definitely. Was. Can we have that um, the the Eric picture back up again? That'd be lovely. Uh, just while, yeah, please. Um, Pete reads the next one. Um, Think is K said, uh, Hey guys, one of the best tribute shows I've ever seen. I cried from start to finish. I cried even harder when Eric Rowan showed up, and then the ending segment broke me. Rest in peace, Brody. Love you. Yeah, the outpouring of love for Brody's been so amazing. It, I've n I can't recall anything on this scale in ages, not since not that I can remember to put it in that perspective. Um, CM Chris said, uh, what a tribute show by AEW, even if there wasn't many, uh, much storyline stuff going on, but just wonderful all the same. Thank you, Luke and Pete and everyone at Russ Talk for making 2020 better for me and probably everyone else. Hashtag thank you. Thank, thank you. you. Appreciate it. Um, Corey Lamb said, 2020 has been a year. It was hard not to tear up last night watching the show. Watching Luke this morning got me going again. Uh, thanks to AEW for putting on a great year of shows and wonderful tribute yesterday. Thanks, Russ Talk family, for being there, uh, this year. Yeah, uh, to, to anyone who cried watching me doing the news, sorry. Uh, yeah. And, uh, yeah, sorry about that. I did as well. Sorry. Selfish so-and-so. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, where did I get to? Uh, New Park Rants says, uh, I cried every day. I tear up at the thought of him passing. Brody and Bray got me back into wrestling, and without Harper, I doubt I'd still be a fan. When Silver cried, I lost it. Hard to watch, but needed. I love AEW. Rest in peace, Brody. Yeah, my uh, my buddy and I were texting about um, uh, Bray's Instagram post, and the the moment when he said we were supposed to get old, bald, and fat, and be resting in our seventies in gymnasiums in front of ten yeah. people, doing the Wyatt family gimmick, I was like, yes, that 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 is uh, that is what we should have had. Yeah, it is. 
Um, Mike Jensen said MJF is flipping fantastic. He's still never broken character and he pl- and it played so well tonight. Kudos to him and letting Negative One take him out. Also, tip of the hat to the wrestler who stood with Negative One the whole show. I don't remember who it was. Yeah, I think you mentioned earlier. It was, yeah, Alan Angels. Yeah, yeah absolutely. And that was yeah. the, the joke that we made at the start of the show as well. They've already booked uh, MJF versus Brody Lee Jr. Uh, probably for 10 years' time. Yeah, 10 years' time. When he turns of age, get that match going. Um, Kevin uh, says, I've been watching wrestling for 12 years. I never cried. No tears of joy, pain, sadness. I felt I was just heartless. And then Cody and TK gave Brody Jr. the TNT belt. Thank you, AEW, for reminding me that I do have a heart. Rest in power, John. Yeah. Yeah. It's lovely. Um, Callum W46 says, I lost it after Silver won his match. Just streams of tears. R.A.P. Brody, I'm with you. Um, Mike Jensen again says, Eric Redbeard coming out was brilliant. I hope they can incorporate him into some kind of story going forward because he's a fantastic talent. Um, he is. Yeah. Yeah, yeah really is. Uh, I'll, I'll take over for, mm-hmm. uh, for now. Your boy says, normally watch AEW on ITV on a Saturday morning, but last night I thought I had to stay up and watch it live. What a great show. I cried the whole time. This man was truly loved. Yeah, um, yeah, I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna watch the replay of this show. I think when it's on ITV. Yeah, uh, James Hanley, as a father of two young children, it was painful to watch this episode, but it was cathartic. In a year of grief, I used wrestling as my escape, but you can't escape the reality of that grief. It was a wonderful send off, emphasized by what really matters. Jam that jam. Yeah, I can't even. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Dorian McCann, uh, when you've been a wrestling fan for as long as I have, you sadly see your share of tribute shows. AEW has done the best job of any tribute show I've ever seen. It wasn't about ratings or storylines. It was about Brody and his family. AEW is a family. So lovely. Yeah, uh, Dorian, I agree with you, man. Like, I, I opened up the, the the tribute video that's going out tomorrow being like uh, one of the, the suckiest things about being a wrestling fan is you, you see so many die so young. And it's just it's yeah. this harsh reality of this cruel business. Uh, Charles Berg is as silly as it may see, um, as silly as it may be. Dr. Seuss said it best. He said, don't cry because it's over. Smile because it happened. And it was a touching tribute. If you're going to do one thing every day, make sure it's something nice. If you can make someone smile, make them smile. R.A.P. John. Hey, that Dr. Seuss, he's a smart one. Yeah. Um, JMC 2909, Lance Archer doing The Undertaker's top rope old school into a moonsault was something to behold. I think I cried uh, after every match. R.I.P. I did. Uh, Rangers Mayhem, seeing how much Brody affected non-former uh, WWE wrestlers is absolutely amazing. Only being in the company for a few months. R.A.P. Brody Lee. Side note, John Silver to be a champion in 2021. Like, I think you could certainly get him in that TNT title picture or, you know, in the tag scene. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, the mayor of Painesville, Dan. Hey, Dan. Hey, Dan. Uh, this was a wonderful show, an absolutely perfect tribute. I thought I'd make it through, but then Rowan came out. I hope this really helps everyone find a bit of peace. For 2021, I wish we continue what Brody Lee made us do last night. Let's stay together. Yeah. Uh, Brett, J. Brett J. Rasman says, I cried, I laughed, I screamed with joy throughout the entire episode. My favorite match of the night was the six man with Silver, Reynolds, and Hangman. Everyone, including Brody Jr., looked amazing in that match. Brody was one of my favorites. Yeah. Uh, do you want to take a we'll, basically we'll do a page each I think that might sure, yeah uh dan h said uh the show was amazing with so many little details over the whole show the last segment when the spotlight hit the boots was such an amazing amazing visual uh thank you guys for everything you've done in 2020 to keep us entertained that was an amazing visual it was spot on mate um sawyer said babyface wrestling company aside for when commentary talks about the big turnout there wasn't a single crowd shot no random shots of crying fans tony khan uh shoot uh shoot retiring the tnt belt to give it to junior 10 out of 10 class best show of the year yes yeah, so a lot of people say that uh, 
I saw a lot of people said that six man tag, um, the uh, in the inner circle one was like that's a match of the year, uh, kind of day. Like it's mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, that's great. Uh, Ryan Christensen says, uh, what a beautiful tribute show AEW put on. I went through every emotion last night watching. I cried, I laughed, I cheered, I cried some more. My condolences to the Huber family and all their friends. RIP Brody. Um, Kriya C uh, said, uh, Luke Harper was my all-time favorite Wyatt, uh, Wyatt family member. His talent was just outstanding. At the moment you first lay your eyes on him, you knew he was going to be a star. Debuting on AEW made me really pop knowing he has a, he has a new and better home. Yeah, I mean, um, I was always been a Luke Harper mark. Like when yeah. I, I first saw him in in NXT, that was actually my introduction to him was was NXT um, in the Wyatt family, and um, this was before like like NXT was on the network and stuff. Like this was like you know the the days when it was just sort of like a TV show in in the UK and like various other countries. And my my buddy was taping it, and like I'd go around and watch it, and I was like, "Who is this guy? Like this guy's awesome. He is an absolute star. Like he just." Mm-hmm had everything you needed as in a wrestler yeah exactly um uh wayne pereira said uh, silver just posted a video on twitter of negative one hitting members of the dark order with a kendo stick saying just for the record brody jr aka negative one beat us up worse than mr brody ever has <laughs> so much love in that locker room there is speaking of which that moment at the start of that six-man tag where they all took out the papers and mm. at, at Sandstorm, it's just so beautiful. Like the, that being the elite episode was so lovely, you know, for for all of, like showing all those moments of them throwing the, the papers and everyone taking the big bumps for them. Uh, the best one is still Sue, uh, Trent's mm-hmm. mom Sue, because she missed, and you can yeah. see Brody break, like you can see him break character. <laughs> Do it again. <laughs> so good, yeah. Um, Brett J. Uh, Fresmussen said, uh, I loved everything that Brody Lee did. I marked out so hard when Brody debuted as the Exalted One. My favorite Brody match is probably a tie between Mox versus Brody for the AEW belt and his final match, Cody versus Brody in the dog collar match. Yeah, damn, man. That, that Mox Brody match is so great. Really, yeah. really good. I think, it's, I, I think it's one of the most underrated matches of the year. I think people really, because it was so early on in like the, the and it, you know, it was overshadowed massively by Stadium Stampede. I uh, I really think people need to re- go out of their way to rewatch that match. Agreed. Yeah, uh, Dorian McCann said uh, watching the YouTube post game show last night. Lance Archer said that Brody's wife was unaware of his idea to dress as Luke Harper until she saw him hit the ring. I had tears when I saw Lance in the white t shirt and bandana. Such a lovely tribute. That's so great. Yeah. Uh, Zach Robinson, this was a hard show to watch, but an incredible performance from all involved last night. Silver needs pushing to the moon after that match. He really should keep wrestling in the Brody gear. Negative one being given the TNT title uh, to such a class act. Uh, Brett J. Rasmussen, uh, I loved hearing Silver's story of how Brody taught, uh, bought him his new ring gear. He bought the new gear that cost him over a thousand bucks just to do a bit. Brody chose to be the leader of the Dark Order, a faction that no one took seriously until he showed up. R.A.P. Brody. Uh, Brett again said it's amazing that AW retired the current design of the TNT belt and gave it to Brody Jr. I broke at the end when uh, he and Amanda left Brody's boots in the ring. I loved seeing the final video package with all of the pictures from what he did. Yeah, yeah. Uh, SMB last night was an emotional wrestling show. Uh, was the most emotional. Sorry, I'll try that again. Last night was the most emotional wrestling show I've ever seen, and this is the most emotional stream I've ever watched. Bless you both. I've been crying long with you. Rest in power, Brody. Again, sorry. Um, yeah, sorry about that. Sorry about that. Matthew Robinson, words uh, don't say enough uh, for the tribute to Brody Lee. Simply wow, I love you guys. Love you too. Uh, Ray Nocta, it's the little things that got me. Colt Cabana finally putting the hand signed up and accepting his place in the Dark Order. You love to see it. All the tributes were amazing. My family have no idea why I'm bawling my eyes out. 
a lovely show, you guys. Blind uh, yeah. said, it's okay to cry, damn it. It really is. Uh, this is uh, for Big Rig. Much love to the Huber family. I can't wait for Brody Jr. to come back uh, with that belt to a mega pop. Imagine, imagine 10 years' time. No one's seen him in 10 years, and he just yeah. comes out with the original TNT title. Oh, my goodness. Um, Chocobo Sage 31 said, nice review, lads. I bought a Brody shirt from uh, PWT soon as they said funds were going to his family. So good to see the entire wrestling community join together to celebrate the exalted one. I noticed Brian Pillman Jr. was right next to young Brody all night. I think that yeah, was that. Like, but yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, they had quite a few of the wrestlers around, you know, sort of like, you know, Griff Garrison was probably there as well. And mm-hmm. yeah, they, they, they gave him a great time. They did, yeah. Uh, Zach Robinson said, uh, found this hard to phrase, but where do you see Dark Order going from here? They got a clean sweep and should absolutely capitalize on that, but should there be a new leader, i.e. Evil Uno or Grayson, or should they try and go on as they are? Hashtag join the Dark Order. Oh, I mean, I'm, I've, I've absolutely no idea. Like, I, I I haven't really given it much thought of of where you go next for them. I don't know. Um, no, totally. I'm sure but I, 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 they'll, they'll have something in the baby faces. That's, yeah, that's about it. I, yeah, I don't know. Um, Brett J. Rasmussen again says, uh, also my favorite bit from BT with Brody Lee was the bit where uh, with Sue when she gave the Dark Order cookies and Brody blames Silver for not liking her cooking and she throws the papers at Silver and Brody tells Silver that he better fall for her. LMAO. Yes. So great. Yeah. Uh, Ready, Set, Mech said uh, the tribute shows uh, was really touching. The Eddie Kingston speech made me cry so much. AEW did an amazing job and showed how much they miss and loved Brody so much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 100%. Uh, Planet Dan said I was smiling and in tears throughout the show. I never cry. I don't have tears, but I did watching this perfect, beautiful tribute. John will be smiling and he'll be incredibly proud of all his friends and family. RIP Brody Lee, a true legend. Uh, Calamo7 said, best dynamite of the year for the story and the emotion. Happy to cry for such an amazing man. Silver Reynolds and Paige with the papers was an awesome tribute. Thank you, Brody. Uh, JBurk306 said, have to see what Lance Archer says on AEW post show. Apparently it's very good. Uh, OGP, yeah, you know me, said, love the show, especially the Pete match, the, the John Silver match, uh, with that uh, flipping ankle led destroyer. That was so good. That spot was amazing. Yeah. Um, RAP Brody. Uh, yeah, yeah, that spot was so so cool, and I love that the yeah. commentary all were just like, "What the hell was that?" And like <laughs> in reverence of what they just saw, it was great. Yeah, such a good spot. Um, uh, Mohammed uh, just simply says, "R.I.P. John." Uh, Gazzatola of Rock and Roll. A few years back, I went to a WWE live show in Brighton. We saw the wrestlers getting off the bus. We went over to take some pics. Harper, as he was then, was very open. Loads of people were vying for his attention. So I shouted Brody Lee uh, as I'd seen some of his work on the indies. Highly recommend a series match against Cesar and Shikara. He turned, he smiled, looked like he was about to walk over, but security ushered the wrestlers away. RIP Brody Lee, the world will miss you. Um, <clears throat> SMB says, hey guys, losing Brody has been the hardest loss to the wrestling community I can remember in 23 years of watching. I wish he got to be WWE champion. He deserved it and he was always uh, had that aura. I haven't had a dry eye since. Um, I haven't had a dry eye since. Bless you, Luke. I cried along with you. Ah, Louis. Hey, man. Louis Dangor said, just want to pay my respects to Brody and help out, even in a small way. Brody Lee had such an impact on me and my limited interactions we had, the limited interactions we had, made me feel like a friend. RIP Brody and the condolences to those family and friends. Louis got a really, really lovely message in uh, tomorrow's tribute video. <laughs> Sanity Life says, uh, we love you, Brody, and we cherish all these moments together with you. RIP Brody Lee. 
He had Nap 2, said, I always thought WWE wasted John Huber, but looking back, he did have a great run. Wyatt Family was a great stable, nicely title run, two main card WrestleMania matches, and a great match with a generous Randy Orton. He was underused, but definitely not wasted. That's a really nice way to put it, Nap 2, absolutely. Yes. Man, a huge, huge donation. £100 in from, from This Is K. That's so, so lovely to say. This one's for Brody's family. Thank you so much for that. I'm sure they'll they'll really, really appreciate this in, in yeah. you know what is a very tough time. Uh, just Felix says, Brody never got his live audience pop in AEW. I'm crying again now. Yeah, we didn't get that. Yeah. That right that Rochester pop that we we could have had. Yeah. Such a shame. Yeah. I'll pass over to you. Um Lawstown said, uh, I never thought I could miss someone I'd never met so much, but John slash Brody slash Harper was a hero of mine that made me start pro wrestling in September 2019 and motivated me into acting and what I'm doing now. AEW did a beautiful job. So much love, John Huber. Uh, Connor said, what a fantastic and amazing father and wrestler Brody Lee was. Such an amazing man in and outside the ring. RIP Brody Lee, you will be missed. Bill Hemmett said, RIP Brody, see you on the other side. Anton H said, purchased the Brody Lee t-shirt last night. Obviously, plenty of others had the same idea as the website crashed and had plenty of error messages. It reminded me of trying to buy the PS5 online. RIP John Huber. People love John Huber more than PS5s. There it is. Hell yeah. yeah. And I, yeah, I think it was like the fastest selling t-shirt they've had on, on Progressing Tees or something. Because obviously, you know, they're designed by order, so it doesn't sell out, which is good because you know, I want my t-shirt. Um, yeah. But yeah, like apparently like it was just yeah overwhelmed uh, with support. It was incredible. Uh, Austin Tussie said, uh, when I was young, just getting back into wrestling, I saw a live event with my dad of Roman versus Bray as the main event. I ran down to shake their hands. Everybody went back except for Brody, who wouldn't leave until he sh- he uh, he shook every fan's hand, even mine. Oh, that's that's lovely. Yeah, that's, that's really so good. nice. Uh, did you want to take over for these ones? Uh, I will do indeed. Uh, Jobber JJ four nine six. Hi everyone. Sorry that I'm going to. Sorry that I'm going to watch today. I just can't. I haven't watched AEW either or any other review. One day I'll have more strength to watch WrestleTalk, the mods, Swap Nation. I love you all. Thanks, JJ. Like that's really kind of you to say. Carol once said, "Hey Luke and Pete, coming in to give my heartfelt thanks to all the WrestleTalk crew on and off screen. You've made my life so much easier in so many ways. To the Swap Nation, thank you for being my friends. Happy New Year. I love you all. R.I.P. Brody." Oh, this is going to be some really lovely messages here, isn't it? Scott Young, fair play, Luke. Uh, kept a professional at the end. Not sure I did. I cried. Um, and you were emotional, but you held it together for our entertainment. R.I.P. Brody Lee. They say uh, so. They say people die twice. Once when they die, and once when people stop talking about them. So Lee won't ever die. Ah, oh, such a lovely sentiment. Uh, Mike Johnson, to get philosophical for a minute, I'm crying about someone I've never met, being comforted by two people from another continent that I'll probably never meet, and yet it all fits. What a crazy world we live in. Thank you for the recap this morning, Luke. Thank you very much for watching. Uh, Choco Taco, first time ultra chatter, but I had to break the seal after watching the news with Luke this morning. A lovely show. I hope they uh, never have to do it again. Massive thank you to all of WrestleTalk's coverage. Wrestling Sign Guy, Happy New Year, WrestleTalk community. Thank you so much for including me in the Christmas special. Uh, and a shout out to the other handsome men who sent in videos. It means a lot to be part of such a great community, especially in times like this. Yeah, thank you very much for that video. It was thank you for sending cool. it in. Yeah, appreciate it. Eddie Carter, rest in peace, Brody Lee. He'll be missed and much love to his family, friends, and peers. The way WrestleTalk and the extended family have reported on the situation has been beautiful and so dignified. Thank you. Uh, much love, RIP Brody Lee. Rory Bollard, uh, could not send a message. Luke, bro, your review killed me. Just finished the show, and I knew that as soon as I came here, you and Pete uh, would mirror how we're all feeling. I'm so happy that we have all come together to love this man. I'm going to miss you, John. Rest in peace. Um, Mike Jensen, sent for uh, D to the Eagles. Um, 
I'm COVID, I'm COVID poor like most, so I can't highlight my message. But if it does make it through, uh, you guys are wondering um, for wondering, are you guys doing this with your donations? Uh, always my favorite restaurant. Yeah, so all the donations are going through to the uh, the Huber family or, or a charity of their choosing. Uh, do you want to uh, take over the uh, page? Thanks, Mike Jensen, for sending that in on behalf of someone else who couldn't as well. That's a very nice thing to do. Thank you very much. Oh, right. Uh, sorry. Okay, I see now. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I thought he was saying like... I think that's what happened anyway. Well, yeah, I, I thought he might have been saying like like Diggles as in like I, I said it for the G to the Iggles. Like I did it for the giggles. Like I, 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 I didn't know. <laughs> I don't know. I assume that's what happened. Correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, but we got another really nice donation here from Nick Kitchen of £50, which is amazing. Thank you so much. Um, I'm sure that's going to go um, to very good use with Brody's family. Uh, thank you, Mob Mother Jenna, for confirming that that is what happened. They, they uh, ultra-stressed it on behalf of someone else. Thank you. Um, Nick Kitchen said, uh, well done for getting through the review. I'm pretty sure I would have just been a, a gibbering wreck. Well done, AEW2. I agree. I mean, imagine having to wrestle a match. We're just sitting here talking about it. Like, phew, they did really well. Um, Daniel Ashraf said, Hey lads, been watching you guys for the last five years now. I'm an emotional wreck seeing Luke's review. So happy seeing AEW take care of Brody's family. WWE would never do that. Can't wait to see Brody Lee Jr. wrestle. Keep up the good work. Hashtag jam that jam. I think that's slightly unfair. I think they would have done. I agree. 100%. Uh, reports are that they have filmed stuff. They've been yes. filming a tribute video. I think it's likely going to be on SmackDown this week. Yes. Uh, Clifton Narciss says... Uh, uh, long time viewer, first time ultra chat. Cannot thank you uh, all you have done this year. Team Wrestle Talk, you guys are family away from family. I cried watching AEW last night, but you, Luke, sang me uh, sang Crimea River during the review today. Uh, RAP Big Rig, love you. Uh, Leo Van Meer said you did a uh, you did great on the review, Luke. Thanks. Uh, Brett J. Rasmussen again said, thank you, WrestleTalk, for what you do. And thank you so much, Brody Lee, for all of the entertainment you gave us. One of the best wrestlers and even more, an am what an amazing man to his friends and family. He is exalted in heaven. Love you and miss you, Big Rig. Uh, Gregory Nelson said, Luke and Pete, I knew today's stream is going to be an important part of my morning process. Thank you both so much. Love you guys. Thanks, thank you. Greg. Thanks for watching. Um, Mandy Savage said, may tomorrow be better. Love you all, SWAF Nation. Love you too. Uh, Matthew Robinson said, thank you again to all of the WrestleTalk team. You guys have made 2020 bearable with all the live streams and Quizzle Manias. Truly thank you from the bottom of my heart. All of you guys have a very happy New Year's. Uh, cheers, Matt, the real boss, Robinson. Thanks, Matt. That's really, really thank appreciated. Thank you very much. Uh, Uptown Avondale, this is something we actually discussed possibly opening the show with. Uh, saying, here's some cash to see uh, Chopper do the Dark Order Claw. Uh, the four awesome video popped up in my feed, and I lost it again when Adam, Laurie, and Luke helped Warcast to get over 1,000 subs. Love you guys, except Louis, who flipped me off twice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we did this right, we opening the show doing the, uh, the Dark Order Claw. The Dark Order Pose, yeah. Uh, Andrew Cook, a very big donation, said, Are you crying? I know I am. Uh, RIP John Huber, thank you, Rest Talk, for all of your great content throughout this tough year. It's really helped. Thank you. Um, Psychosis said, uh, first time donation. Been watching WrestleTalk since the old Challenge TV days. Bloody hell, that was a long time ago. Uh, started yeah. watching AEW Brody Lee review stream uh, from the start now. Well done on an emotional podcast. Doing great, Luke and Pete. Hope uh, WWE NXT uh, didn't try to compete this week. I'm, honestly, I've absolutely zero clue what happened on the show. Um, I'll, I'll have to watch it at some point, but I have absolutely zero idea what happened. Yeah. Hey, Mod Mother's also got a big donation. In. Thank you so much. Um, and that's how some humble she is. She didn't highlight that it was a big donation. Um, 
Words are hard, so I won't even try. So appreciative of you guys for saying what we can't. RIP Brody Lee. Thank you so much uh, for everything you've done for us this year as well. Um, Lena Bliss, I lost my dad the same day we lost Brody Lee six years ago. Felt this on a personal level. God bless his family. Oh, man, I'm so sorry to hear that. Yeah. Um, there's a few uh, last minute messages as well. Um, one from uh, Abortion Reborn said, uh, 10 years later, uh, MGF with the TNT title, lights go off. It's Wednesday. You know what that means. Appears on the Titan Tron. Brody Lee Jr. comes out with the original TNT title. That would be incredible. Yeah. Jenny be amazing. Uh, just got a, a quick previous one as well from Benny Boy uh, that said Luke. Cr well, Jenna's just got rid of it. I was just reading it. And then Jenna just removed it from the document. I'll get back to that one later, I guess. Um, <laughs> Josh, Joe's dad, uh, no message, uh, but a uh, donation towards Brody's family. Thank you. Chris True with a big one. Thank you very much. Uh, Mark and Andre here. I'm sorry if I butchered your name. Uh, no message, but thank you. Uh, Dr. Doom said, I'm not great with words when it comes to moments like this, so just take my tear-drenched money. Thank you very much. Uh, we won't be taking it, but Brody's family will. Um, Liam Wales said, uh, nothing but uh, donated. Thank you. Uh, Owen Keating said, I remember that number one contender battle royal on SmackDown around Mania 33, where Brody and Styles accidentally got eliminated at the same time, and I was so excited at the potential of Brody being in that Orton Wyatt match. Rest in power. I agree. Yes. Yeah. Um, Brody said on the, in his Talk as Jericho interview that that was basically the reason why he didn't get a push after mm -hmm. the years, because they, 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 the spot got messed up. Yeah. Yeah. Sucks. Mental. Yeah. Um, da -da -da -da. Uh, where did I get to? Uh, Benny Boy said uh, Luke crying on the review was basically me last night. It was absolutely me as well. Uh, Dwayne A. Cooley said, I think this hurts a lot of us because uh, it was to be believed he had an ankle injury and we expected him to come back. It hit us differently to hear him uh, unexpectedly pass RIP Brody Lee. Yeah, um, I mean, we've all been talking about how this was, you know, an injury because that was the report because they wanted to keep this quiet you know and I, I i think that's been that's quite that's very admirable in a, yeah. a professional wrestling world where literally like everything gets leaked out yeah that 100%. the aew roster knew how important this was and didn't tell a single person i think that 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 is that shows you above any words possibly could how beloved that man was when not even that could get leaked out to uh you know yeah. to things like that so I, i'm yeah it's it's just yeah incredible stuff yeah um, uh, we've got one more as well here from Michael Dominguez that said, uh, I ended 2019 comments and brought in 2020. Let me fix this curse to everyone at WrestleTalk from all the fans. Um, uh, lovely time with the boys. We thank you all for everything you did for us. Shout out to Jobber, Tomo and Dan for helping create the WrestleTalk family. Thank you very much. Uh, apparently, according to Mod Mother Jenna, the total donations currently is over $750, which is That's bonkers. Incredible. That's insane. Um, well, thank you very much, everyone that has donated today. This money will be going to Brody Lee's family or a, a charity of their choice, whatever they choose to do with it. Um, so, yeah, thank you. Um, as Luke mentioned earlier, it's so nice when, when people come together as part of the wrestling community, we really can make a difference and look after each other. And above all else, you know, the thing that we say is support each other. And that's really what you got to do. Uh, in these times more than any, support each other, please. It's really important. Thank you. Happy. I've, I've had a day, mate. You've yeah. Been, you, you and yeah. I have been, have been chatting all morning. We've been, we worked <laughs> on the news together this morning. 
you've seen that I've had a day. Yeah. Um, it somehow it somehow got worse just before we started recording this. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So my ring light was in the other room where like I was mm-hmm. set up to record the news this morning. So I had to get the ring light back in uh, into my office so I could set this up. And I I don't know how. I was obviously, I, I thought to myself, I had way less time to, to get set up for this podcast. I actually had quite a bit of time, but um, mm-hmm. uh, so I was, I was rushing myself. And in my haste, I booted my door. Like, you know, like the, the, the frame bit of the door, mm-hmm. like, yeah. where, like it's got the closing bit on it. Yeah. I've booted that so hard. I legit think I've broken some toes. <laughs> That's not great, mate. Dude, I fell over. Like I, I <laughs> fell down the floor with, and I was trying not to like yelp with pain because my wife does. It. It's my sister-in-law's birthday today, so they're on a Zoom mm-hmm. call trying to have like a nice time. You know, have some Bellinis or whatever, and it's me like on the landing, just like, trying not to scream out in pain because I just booted the door <laughs> so hard, like my toe really hurts. It's not funny, but it's so funny. <laughs> my sock off when we started recording this. Genuinely, like it's it's swelling up a little bit. It's, oh god! <laughs> you should really like get that checked out, mate. I'll be fine. But it was really <laughs> sore, and I'm, yeah, I'm no kidding. feeling it now. Yeah. So anyway, so I've had a day. Oh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> definitely been a day. Yeah. Mine, uh, uh, so go on, mate. I was gonna say mine hasn't been quite that bad. So that's good. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't kick any door frames. So you know, take the wins where you can. Um, oh, I would do. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. If, I, I, you know, it's give advice um, uh, to anyone who is listening to the show today. Don't boot any door frames. Like, if, yeah. if you've got to get, if you've got to get a ring light from your other bedroom to set up for your podcast to record, don't rush. Don't rush because mm. you may kick yeah. a door frame dead hard. I mean, I also somehow felt rushed in setting up for the podcast today, especially because it's a new setup because I'm at my at my parents' place. So I'm having to I take over the living room every time I do it. Um, but uh, for this one, yeah, I also felt really rushed. So I, I started setting up at like half one. It's like that's hmm. just we go live at 3 p.m. Like it does not know, take right? an hour and a half to set up. But yeah. somehow I was like, well, I've not got much time. You know, could take me could take me an hour to set up. It took me like twenty minutes. It's fine. Oh, like, yeah. <laughs> it, 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 it's good. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why we felt so rushed today, but um, anyway, no. it's New Year's Eve. Uh, have you got it any is. plans for tonight? Uh, yes, actually, we're we're going to do a a gaming night uh, with my with my yes. parents, um, which I believe I mentioned on After Dark that we recorded. But this is this is going public for for all the listeners. Um, yeah, yeah. So so we're going to be doing it. Heard these plans already. Yes, please, please react accordingly. Um, so my mum has been cooking all day, and she's going to cook us a very wow. lovely three-course meal. Ooh, uh, and stuff. in between the courses, we're going to be playing games. Um, my we we each get to pick one. Me and my mum and my dad will get to pick one. Uh, I pick tickets to ride because it's great. Um, I think my mum has said one of the things is we're going to join a Zoom call with some of their friends, and they're doing some sort of quiz. Mm-hmm. Sure, that'll be it's fine. A British standard. It's a British standard for yeah. And uh, you'll you'll love this one, Luke, because my dad has picked not Uno, Uno Rummy. So it's <laughs> so, so it's just Rummy, but Uno Rummy. It's just got Uno cool. tiles instead of normal Rummy tiles. So yeah, well, sure. There you go. There you go, yeah. mate. No, I, should be when, should be very good. 
where's Ticket to Ride being placed uh, in all of this? Because like, so, Ticket to Ride, it's not a short game. It's no, not a long it's game, not. But it's it's also not a short one. We 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 believe. I think the order of play is we're going to do starter and then Uno Rummy. I think. Then we're doing the main, and then we're joining my mum's friends for the quiz. Then we're doing dessert, and then we're doing tickets ride, and we see what time we finish. Because then it might yeah. be close to midnight by that point. So we'll see. That that uh, yeah, that makes more sense to mm. do it after the, the third course. Yeah, rather than because yeah. you, what you don't want to do is like have a starter be like all geared up for your main course, and then mm-hmm. play a forty-minute game of ticket to ride. Absolutely, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or if you're playing with their parents, an hour. <laughs> otherwise you will just be sort of hating life because you're like I, what i really want is my dinner now but i've yes. got to put the trains down exactly yes which version of tickets right have you got well i'm, I'm a bit upset because i ordered the european one um but i didn't get the european one um i it's the uh, american one whatever it's called days of wonder is that what it's called mm-hmm. something like yeah, that yeah, yeah. um so yeah I, I got that one instead and i was like i mean it's fine but it's just not it's not the european one that's the one i wanted um but yeah, we, we've been learning a lot about geography. Uh, my mum constantly always picks up a destination card and goes, where are these again? And has to like <laughs> turn around and try and look at the board properly. Uh, try, try and not give away where she's looking on the board, but also mm. has to look very intently at each and every name just to make sure she can see it properly. Uh, yeah, it's it's very fun though. I'm, cool. I'm thoroughly excited to play more because I still haven't won and I need <gasps> to win a game. Pete, you're 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 losing to rank amateurs, mate. I'm so upset. My dad won three times in a row. Okay, three times in a row. My dad won, right? And in the fourth game, he misunderstood one of the basic rules of the game. I was like, "How have you won three games already?" (laughs) It's absolutely absurd. (laughs) Uh, Oh, lovely stuff. We're doing a quiz as well. Um, Mm -hmm. We're getting together with some friends at about eight. We've 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 all written around each. Um, uh, and like we didn't want to do this sort of like question answer stuff, so we were mm-hmm. like, "Oh, what? You know, could we do like? Uh, I mean, there's not really sort of quiz or mania rounds that we can adapt into this. You can't really do like whose nips are these mm-hmm. uh, for for 2020, although it was discussed at one point. Um, <clears throat> so we were then going to do play your COVID right, which is where we would go to <laughs> give a country, and then we would give another country, and you've got to guess if their cases were higher or lower. And we were like, "Oh my like, god, oh, that's depressing!" <laughs> like, oh, is that a bit dark? <laughs> 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 a bit dark for New Year's. Tell um, you what, though, it's a great round name. That's right. what I know. I mean, because yeah. so, so my wife suggested it. She was like, "We could do higher, lower on COVID case." I was like, "Call it play your COVID right." And she was like, <laughs> "Oh, I mean, now you've given it a name. I feel like we should do it." <laughs> oh man, that would have been really good, though. I was like, maybe not. We're doing a sort of like a variation of of that sort of thing. Uh, but yeah, it's so uh, to remind myself, uh, the SmackDown podcast is happening on Saturday, isn't it? Or is it not? It is. Yes, very much. It is. Yeah. Who is as as per usual. Uh, me and Andy, I believe. As as per oh. usual, we're getting back in the swing of things on the second. And then it's just right back into where we were from Monday the, the 4th. Is that I mean, right? you, say that, you say that, but I'm off next week. So there's right. going to be people subbing in for me, which I'd imagine will right. be you. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> okay. That means yeah. you get to watch Raw again, Pete. You get to watch Legend. Oh my stuff. god, I thought I was done with it. I thought I was done with Raw. No. Let's get someone else. <laughs> Other people can do it now. Other people yeah. have got setups and everything. Oh man. Yeah, but it's it's funny when it's you though, isn't it? Because you, you yeah. love watching Raw. Yeah. 
Everyone hates me because I hate the shows. You can't blame <laughs> me. It's raw. It's bad. Okay. You know, I mean, I'd have thought that people would be on your side because no one likes raw. Like, yeah, that, I know. that's kind of a standard of 2020 is that no one is. Yeah. Everyone's enjoyed SmackDown. Everyone's very yeah. much enjoyed um, Dynamite. Everyone's really enjoyed NXT, but no one's liked Raw. No, it's been re- it's been real bad, real, real bad. But the thing is, though, the annoying thing is about last week's show that I had to watch was it's one of the better Raws in recent memory. It still wasn't great, but it was much better than the tripe that they've been putting out recently. So I couldn't be as, you know, like, I hate Raw kind of thing. So it was like, well, actually, this episode was all right, wasn't it? So I had to be sort of positive about it. I don't know. Um, right anyway let's get out of here um yes. we're gonna uh let you all go get on with the uh, hope you if you are listening to this enjoy your new year's festivities you'll be listening to this the day after happy new year um but yeah the podcast is returning to some semblance of normality we have got um uh, the smackdown review there's no magazine show this week but there is the smackdown review going out on saturday then next week it's raw it's AEW, it's uh the magazine show with denise and adam and it'll be uh the smackdown show uh once again and for those of you who have been asking a lot on Twitter, Ollie is back next week. Yes. The, uh, God. Had the audacity <laughs> to take some time off. And I know. So mad about it. Yeah. Dude, the amount of people that, one, have said that I'm not Ollie, and also yeah. the amount of people that, two, have said that anyone doing a list video that isn't Adam is right? absurd, right? Yeah, I know. I didn't see, because I've not really been seen, like checking the comments on, on stuff, like because I've, I've been trying to sort of like step away from it. And like I was just scrolling through the comments on yesterday's videos, and I was like, is Adam gone from the channel? Like, is yeah. Adam... Just- <laughs> Like bloody hell! It's like you can't ask him to do fourteen lists to go <laughs> out exactly like, for three weeks. Everyone's like, no one is as good as Adam doing the list. Why don't you just give it all to Adam? It's like, do you know how much work that is? Like, yeah. <laughs> no. It took a team of people to get like all of these lists done. Show some appreciation. Yeah. Uh, anyway, exactly. so uh, thank you all for listening. Uh, I hope this show was um, a bit of a bright light in, the, in what has been quite a sad day. Um, my foot hurts. Uh, so take some solace in all of that Um, but until we see you again uh, take care everyone, Uh, I love you goodbye Even when we're on a budget we still deserve nice things Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. 
And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. 